Hey everybody, welcome to Take Heart today. Our need for wisdom is probably the greatest it has ever been. We are living through a situation that no one else in our lifetimes has ever had to live through. Because of that, there is no roadmap. Um, it's, it's hard sometimes not to get the sense that governments around the world are just making it up as they go along. Uh, I mean, they are. Based on the, the latest research, they're making their decisions, but of course they're making decisions that no government in history has had to make. And we're trying to work out how do we live these days well? As things open up and we're, we're now able to make more decisions for ourselves, um, what are the right decisions to make? Wisdom is what we need. And uh, in the Bible, wisdom is something that helps us live the gritty reality of life really well. It's not the same thing as intelligence. And so in biblical terms, you can have a super high IQ and qualifications from the best universities in the world and still be a fool. And likewise, you can, you can have um, no qualifications and in biblical terms be considered to be incredibly wise. The key is learning to make the right decisions. Decisions that are right before God and that lead to life. And um, I think for me personally, I have over the years hugely underestimated the, the impact that wisdom can have. You know, if you gave me a list of things that were offered in the Bible, I'm not sure wisdom would be the one that I would take. I would probably go for something that in my head seemed a little bit more powerful and punchy. Um, wisdom just seems like, meh. But actually, if we start to read some of the stories and some of what the scripture says about wisdom, you can see the, the impact it can have on our lives and on the lives of people around us. So probably one of the most famous stories about wisdom is uh, the story of King Solomon. And Solomon, in 1 Kings chapter 3, uh, God appears to him and says, Hey, you know, you're about to become the king of my people, or you've become king of my people, what, what can I give you? And, and Solomon asks for wisdom. I don't know what I'm doing, he says. There's a lot of people here, and I, don't, I feel like a child. And God blesses him with wisdom. The, kind of the, the great example of his wisdom comes um, shortly after that, in verse 16 of chapter 3, when there's a story told about two women who are prostitutes who share a house together and they've both got baby sons. Now during the night one of their sons dies and the lady whose son had died swapped the babies over and then in the morning when the other lady realised that, that, that um, the, ba the dead baby that she was holding was not her own child um, the first woman denied it and said no 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 this is my baby and so they find themselves before King Solomon Obviously, in those days, there's no DNA test. It's one person's word against another. Solomon has to work out who does the boy belong to. And famously, in the story, he says, OK, somebody get me a sword. We'll chop the baby in half, which is just, you know, it's just absolutely bizarre. Can you imagine being in the room being like, I'm not sure that's the wise. I know you are Solomon, but I don't know how wise I'd say that one is. Anyway, they bring the sword, and of course... The woman whose, whose son is alive says, no, 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 don't, don't chop the baby in half. Please give the baby to, the, to, to this person. And the woman whose baby it isn't says, yes, chop the baby in half and we'll have half each. And of course, then Solomon's like, okay, I think I've worked this one out. You're not actually the mother. Give the boy to the, uh, to the other lady. And I've always just read that story and thought, wow, Solomon, he's so wise. 
I think what I'd missed is the impact of his wisdom on that lady and her child. You know, because Solomon was wise, it meant that that woman who was utterly distraught, can you imagine how panicked you would be if you found yourself in that situation? Because of his wisdom, that woman was reunited with her child. Her whole life could have gone off in massively the wrong direction. Because of his wisdom, think about the impact it had on that baby boy. He was raised by his own mother, someone who would rather lay down her life for his. Um, you know, he, 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 he grew up raised by somebody who loved him because of Solomon's wisdom. Wisdom can have a massive impact on our lives. If we learn to live rightly before God, it will mean that we find ourselves walking towards life. And if we can live, if we can live rightly also before God, what it will mean is we can bless others and give life to others. And we're all trying to wrestle through questions at the moment that seem to have no answers. You know, how do I parent my child through COVID-19? When everything they know has been disrupted, when they're wrestling with emotions they're probably not even aware of themselves. You know, how do I look after my elderly relatives? Or, or how do I support my friends who are struggling with their mental health? I'm an employer. You know, we've got all the financial demands of the economy and our business right now is in trouble. We've got people on furlough. What do we do? How do we find a way through this tangled web? Um, you know, for all of us, we'll have knots that we just don't know how to untie right now. And the good news is we don't have to do this by ourselves. James um, chapter 1 verse 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, if you feel like you have got stuff you don't know what the answers to are, uh, you fit into that category and I fit into it 100%. If any of you lacks wisdom, here's what he says to do. You should ask God. And almost I'm like, gosh, isn't that a bit simple? But that's, that's what we're told to do. We're, we're told to turn our problems into prayers, uh, to turn the conundrums into a conversation with him, to, say, to, to come to him and say, God, I honestly do not know where to go here. I don't know who to speak to. I don't know how to talk to them. Um, I don't know, I don't, I don't even, I'm not even sure I understand the situation, let alone understand what the solutions are to it. Please, would you help me? Ask him for wisdom ask him. And then James tells us what God will do when we ask him for wisdom. This is what he goes on to say. Um, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Just to finish on those last little bits, um, this can become for us an opportunity for intimacy a chance to draw close to Jesus and to puzzle through some of these huge challenges with him. And what we're assured of is he will give wisdom to us generously. Not a tiny little bit, but generously. It doesn't mean he'll tell us the answer for the next six months, but he'll tell us what the next steps are. And he'll do that generously because he's kind. 
Mike, um, you'll be aware, gives food out left, right and centre. He's been doing it generously all the way through lockdown, cooking roast lamb for people, cooking magaroni do forno for people, including my family. And he always gives us way more than any, you know, we could physically eat. Um, uh, just the other day we ate together and he cooked half a leg of lamb just for me, just for me, right? He gives generously. There's a generosity to God. He, he gives us more than we need. We needed forgiveness, he gave us an ocean of it. We needed mercy, he poured it out in abundance. We needed help, he came himself as Jesus and rescued us. So when we need wisdom, he will give us wisdom and he'll give us generously to us. James goes on to say, uh, who gives generously to all without finding fault. The temptation for me with this is to think, ah, oh, God will give wisdom to some other people, but I've got my faults, you know. But God knows our faults. He loves us still. And he will, it's not about, just as he gave us mercy we don't deserve, he'll give us wisdom we don't deserve. He gives to all without finding fault. And then James finishes it with, just to make really clear to us, and it will be given to you. What good father do you know that if his kid is really, really struggling, wants to get it right, you know, wants to do the right thing in a situation, just wants to go for it with everything they've got, but they just don't know what to do. What good father do you know who wouldn't step in at that point and show them how to live well through that decision? We have a good father. When we come to him and we say, I don't know what to do here. He answers us and he helps us. Tomorrow, I wanna to look at how he might answer us, how he might speak to us and give us wisdom. But today, I simply wanna say, ask him for wisdom because it will be given to us.